And we're back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week, wherever you get your podcast. Our latest show covers the Writers Guild strike, so go ahead and talk about that. Plus, also as well, the failure of Redfall and also our summer movie preview. So catch it today, wherever you get your podcast. Plus, also, if you could like, share, subscribe, go ahead and support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. And if you do subscribe, you'll get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with our great shows, whether it's Magic Man in the Morning. Also as well, our newest show, Lakers Weekend, coming up this weekend. Also as well, Lakers Snack Packs all over the place. Late night with the Lakers Fast Break. Lakers History 101, which we're bringing back next week. Class will be in session. Do you know your Lakers history and more? You can go ahead and check it out today by subscribing and hit that notification bell right there for you right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Plus also as well, LakersBall.com. Go ahead and join Joe Soro today as Ox1947 right there for you at LakersBall.com. Plus he's got a great company that you need to support if you're in the Southern California area. And after a game like today, a great thing that you can do for a fellow Lakers fan is going ahead and having your lawn transformed. You know, I'm trying, Joe. I'm really trying. Lawn transformed into something much more magical than it is today. And nothing would help Joe after a rough game like today than going ahead and supporting him today at Simblade. Simblades with a Y.com. Plus also as well, our good friends, Laker Tom, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, and his good friend, Jamie Sweet. The guys are going to be arguing today. Because, you know, after a game like that, they're always arguing, but even be more so at Lakerholics.com. So find out what the fun is all about today at Lakerholics.com. Our good friend Stone Hansen, who said he will be back with us for game three. So looking forward to that. You could check out what he's been working hard on with the Upside Swings NBA Draft podcast. Our good friend John McCallion, 40 pounds loss out of his 100-pound goal. And you could go ahead and check out what he's talking about and describing about with that progress right there for you on the John McCainlian channel. Subscribe today. And if you can support all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. Very frustrating loss indeed. Intel Wild, I got to give you credit. You did say that what was going to happen happened, and it mirrored what we saw in Philadelphia with the 76ers in Boston last night. They came in very cocky. Very, uh, I guess, uh, confident after a 1-0 series lead. Eh, we don't need to worry about game two. You know what? The Lakers, they won game one and decided, you know what? Eh, we could care less really about game two. Because it seems after the second quarter started with AD sitting down and it just seemed like they got uh, on a run, the Golden State Warriors that the Lakers just could never recover from. Did just absolutely got mauled after that. I think to the tune from right now, I'm calculating out 86 uh, going to what 103 to the Lakers 67. So that's 103. I see 84. I'm sorry, 101. 101 to 67. And the that's out in the last three quarters. And the Lakers unfortunately do lose 127 to 100. And at that, those three last three quarters were ugly. It got into garbage time. At least LeBron and AD got a little, you know, got a little rest, about a quarter's full, because they didn't show up in the fourth quarter. They're just sitting on the bench because this game was out of hand and out of hand 
early in the second half. And here today to talk about today's game, a very disappointing one indeed. Two great, awesome panelists that are here with you, win or lose. We're here with you indeed to tell you why, even after a game like today where it was really bad, the Lakers should still go back home feeling good with the split and what we can do in the next two games. Good man indeed. You've got to go ahead and check him out as Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. It is Joe Soro. And Joe, great to have you here. Joe says, I'm leaving this chat. I don't even want to hear it. You know what? Again, bad game by the Lakers today. Still going back into LA, tied 1 1, my friend. That's got to be something you got to look forward to, knowing that the Lakers still have one game in hand. The real ballers stay and mm-hmm. soak. That's why we're here. I would have liked a little bit more effort in this game. Unfortunately, they kind of turned it off after, I'd say, mid midway through the sec, uh, second half, uh, midway through the third quarter. And it was just a uh, – I don't even know what word to use to explain this game, but it was a giveaway at the, in the end. How do you make up for it? You get – win game three and four. If you win game three and four, we're right back to where we were in the, the first series. Win game three and four and you're up 3-1, you uh, you guarantee your your team can close it out at home at that point, uh, worst case. Anthony Davis looked like he couldn't make a shot, and I, I think that set the tone for the team. The Lakers weren't playing that bad in the first quarter, but unfortunately, AD could not – hit his uh, 10-footers and 8-footers. Everything was clanking off. Uh, and it just it kind of resonated throughout the first half after that. When he sat down, it was it was, it was was over. And then, of course, Clay Thompson's decided to not stink anymore in this particular series so far. So uh, we're going to see if he comes back down to earth in L.A. But the Lakers need to go into Game 3 uh, – understanding that game three and game four, if you want to win this series has to be, they have to be wins. If they leave LA two two, you're risking not winning, losing in seven, basically. Uh, I think that's kind of where that might end up playing out, but uh, I don't really have a feeling. I really didn't have a feeling on this game and I really have a feeling in the, in game one either. This kind of went the way I, in a a, a little bit of how it would go, which is Golden State knows their back is against the wall. They're the champs. They're going to come out and do what they needed to do, and they did. But this team doesn't play well at home, so you guys have to take advantage of this in game three and game four. Take advantage of it, win those two games at home, and then we can uh, rest easy after Monday if you can do that. Then at that point, it's just win one more game the last three, which I think the Lakers are very capable of doing. That's correct. The key is, can the Lakers go ahead and win those games at home? We'll find out indeed. But once again, the Lakers do lose 127 to 100. Also here today, good man indeed. He is the madman from Toronto, the magic man indeed. you got to go ahead and check him out when he gets out of Toronto traffic to go ahead and check out this unfortunate game. But he will be here in the morning for you because it's magic man in the morning. It is the magic man, the madman from Toronto. It is Sean Grice. He did get out of traffic to watch this mess. But again, we're just going to go ahead and brush it off. The Lakers do go back to L.A. tied 1-1. 
I think that the game one is more reminiscent and more visible and more what this series is all about as far as the look for both teams. I think in the future of going forward, you're going to see more of game one than you will of game two. I agree, Gerald. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I don't have either Margarita Mix or a Sombrero. So it's going to have to be a subdued Cinco de Mayo on Magic Man tomorrow in the morning, uh, especially after the effort we saw tonight. Um, you know, two things can be true at once. Uh, you know, when he's focused, Anthony Davis is the best defensive player in the NBA, and it's not even close. All due respect to Giannis. Um, but when he's not engaged, either through health or foul trouble, and that's what happened tonight, he does. He's uh, admittedly he cannot find a good rhythm. He, he said that before. Um, we saw it happen uh, in previous games. I think the best illustration of it would have been the game uh, in twenty twenty two when. Um, the Lakers were in Philadelphia, and he picked up quick fouls in succession, had to go to the bench, and we saw the six Sixers build up uh, a pretty fat lead while he was on the bench. Now, when he when he came back in the fourth quarter of that game, he had over 21 points. Uh, he imposed his uh, imprint on the game. Uh, you know, we just couldn't make free throws at the end, and that was – that was a good example of him being not focused and the Lakers still finding a way to uh, climb back in the game. But tonight was just a write-off, uh, just a wash. Uh, not a good effort by him at all. He Golden State did a good job of trying to creep, creep him out of the paint and just live with, uh, with the results at the rim because it was a complete opposite of what uh, Golden State did last game. It seemed like they just abandoned their motion offense and just decided, well, we're going to live with, with Steph uh, making Steph and Clay make it threes and trying to uh, nudge AD out of the paint. And that's what happened. He's still engaged, Z, I agree, but the focus is not there. That's this, He's admitted that this is what happens to him. He gets in foul trouble. And he can't get back into a rhythm offensively. And even defensively, he, he just he was not engaged. He wasn't as engaged as he has been. The ferocity was not there. Well, I'll tell you what, it was just a disappointment indeed. 127 to 100. The Lakers unfortunately fall. They are still tied one to one. And I think that's something we need to focus on, Joe. How can we get at the ship right right away? Because the game three is in L.A. on Saturday, Saturday night, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. want to ask you this. The Lakers, you know, it's A.D. You, you already know what he's going to do because he's already done it several times. He blames himself in the media after the game. Then he comes out with a good game, you know, the next game. I'm not too worried about that. What I am worried about, though, is the supporting staff, the supporting cast, which was there for you prominent in game one. Outside of Rui did not show up today, and I was really disappointed with both Schroeder and especially Austin Reeves, who absolutely stunk it up today. Your thoughts of what they need to do to get it going to help support 
AD and LeBron, who at times in the first half looked like he wanted to take on Golden State all by himself. Well, it's looking like the LeBron-centric team doesn't win games anymore. LeBron needs to play the initiator, something a position that he's always preferred to be with, you know, there's that time where he needs to be LeBron, which is the best of both worlds. AD was the main reason why the Lakers lost tonight. He wasn't dominant. We need a dominant AD to have any shot. Uh, Austin Reeves is struggling. He's only played one good quarter in, in eight out of eight. Uh, I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know if the pressure is uh, mounting on him. I, I don't. I don't know if he's not getting enough space to operate. That's probably what it is in, in a lot of ways. But he's going to have to adjust, and Darvin Ham is going to have to adjust. I, the, the, the the coaching uh, tonight was uh, thoroughly on Steve Kerr's side. He Darvin Ham could not adjust to Steph Curry being the initiator and the assist man tonight instead of the scoring guard. Uh, I didn't see any adjustments in that, and the Lakers had some shots going in early. Rui was hitting shots, D'Lo was hitting shots, but the problem was you had Clay go off. Clay, this is the second game in a row. Clay's played well. Uh, I'm not expecting him to play like this all series long. If he does, it's going to be a problem because I was really hoping that he wouldn't. Steph Curry is going to do what he does. Poole's going to do what he does. Uh, I just, I, I have no feeling on this game. I have no feeling on this game. But the Lakers are going to have to figure out the next step here in game three and four to make sure that you use the crowd. You, the role players always play better with the crowd behind them make sure you you use that to your advantage get these guys in good spots get these guys some space to do what they need to do and win game three and four and you will likely win this series that's where we stand the audience is asking for a rant i'm trying to think of what i can rant about it's been very difficult for me why to do you rant. need to though but why do you need to when they go back to series one one that's what it, you wanted to do it's 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 difficult to do a rant when the team has been a team like this winning in six is a good thing, which means you still have to lose two games. This is one of them. The Lakers have an advantage right now. They have two games at home against a team that struggles on the road. If you win game three and four, the series is likely over. So it's just, that's, that's what we're looking at. I would have loved to have had the Lakers win this game, but Golden State being that they have the championship pedigree and the, and, and the players that can make a difference like Clay and Steph and, 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 and Draymond, you're, it's, it's hard to win these games unless you play perfect basketball, especially on their, on their home court. So my rant is not a loud one tonight, but my rant will be towards the entire team, just like I've been giving credit to the entire team. Darvin, you got our coach tonight. You got out coached badly. And AD, you didn't help your coach on top of that. Stop conceding games. This is a habit that the Lakers have had all year. Don't do it here. This is not the regular season. Go into LA and win game three and four, and we'll forget about game two. Then you're going to go back to Golden State. If you play hard enough and win that game, cool. If not, you better damn 
believe we're going to want you to be focused for game six in L.A. So that's that's where my mindset is on that. And stay healthy, stay focused. LeBron hit some shots tonight, which is encouraging. We need him to hit those shots uh, when we're on a run here to win games instead of climbing back from a from a deficit. That's where I am on that. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers unfortunately lose 127 to 100. They are still tied one game to one game as they head back to Los Angeles. And Magic Man, again, that's even though it's so hard because it's such a dispiriting loss tonight. And I know the fans in Philadelphia know exactly what we're going through because even though they got the game one victory, they came back with a, just a terrible outing the next time around. The thing is, though, I don't want to give Golden State confidence as they head to L.A. I'm hoping the Lakers can find what adjustments are necessary and A.D. can adjust as is necessary. The only thing I can really take out of it is that Hashimura found his stroke again. LeBron found his stroke early on in that first half. You could take that, and with a better performance from A.D. and Austin Reeves and D'Lo and Dennis Schroeder at a more friendly confines, I think you can go ahead and do what Joe's asking and get two games in a row at home. I, I agree, Gerald. I agree. Um, first of all, I think they really need to come out uh, with a purpose on the offensive end. They, it, like we saw it, right? It wasn't really purposeful at all that the first uh, four or five minutes, they were just checking up as many threes as they could to see whether or not uh, – I don't know what they were doing. I'm I'm not sure if that was Curry it was, it was initiated the offense a lot more in today's game, and they also were able to get in the paint substantially yeah, they, more than they did in game one. They were because they scrapped they scrapped their motion offense, and they decided we were ju they're just going to live and die with uh, Steph trying to uh, cr create that. Like Anthony Davis called it controlled chaos with Golden State, but they eliminated that tonight. It wasn't even controlled chaos. It was just, we're going to get whoever off an off-ball screen with Steph, and if somebody's open in the lane, he's that's his first option rather than shooting a three. And you saw it. You were right, Gerald. You said it before the game. I Gerald said, I have a feeling they're going to attack the paint a lot more than they did previously, and they did. And they did indeed. And uh, good question by Richard. Great to have you and everyone else in the chat. Zangerstein, everybody else, Scarlett, just so many great people. Daniel, as always. Laker John, 24 as well. Great to have everybody in the chat, the best Lakers chat that's out there, the Lakers fast break. He's got a question for you, Joe. Since the fourth quarter of game one and this game, the Steph trap isn't working. Do they stick with it? The thing is, though, when he, he, he passes off, he initiates the offense, he gets the ball to someone, and they give it right back to him. And he just takes those shots from there, those quick three-pointers that seem to just be backbreakers at times. Somehow they got to go ahead and find ways to have just disrupt this offense. And unfortunately today they just didn't get it done. Well, the difference between tonight's game and two nights ago is the Lakers played efficient basketball on the offensive side. Anthony Davis was effective, right? Because they were making ridiculous shots in game one, yet they couldn't get, get any distance. So this game... The only difference in this game is the Lakers didn't show up. That's the only difference in this game. And it was more Clay Thompson who was making those shots. 
They're going to make their shots, and you can't stop Steph Curry, whether he wants to be the initiator of the offense or if he wants to be the shooter in the offense. Either way, he's going to get what he needs. The issue tonight was AD could not hit his 8 and 7 and 6 and 10 footers. You know, AD was hitting 22 footers, 20 footers in game one. And when you do that, there is a psychology that's attached to that. When you see, because that's one of the things that Draymond and 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 the, and the Warriors players were talking about uh, at, 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 in the post game after Game One. Well, when when AD's hitting those shots, you're you're there's a little bit of you're being demoralized by it because you're going, man, we took him away from the basket, but this guy's still making those shots. It kind of gets you into that kind of droopy mode. The Lakers have to run their offense efficiently. And they will likely in game three and game four because they will be at home. Role players play better at home. They make better shots because they get the support of the fans and the noise that are there. LeBron got his shot back a little bit tonight, but LeBron still needs to initiate the offense and get everybody involved. And, of course, AD needs to play AD. Play AD we've seen AD play AD and still lose, but there's got to be some kind of cohesiveness between everyone. It's got to be a full team effort here. There's not really one way or the other that this thing's going to go. And I, I don't see how they wouldn't play well in game three and game four. The, 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 the Warriors struggle, even when, when, when Steph won the Warriors, the game in Sacramento, the Warriors were struggling other than Steph. And the only reason why they lost, uh, Sacramento lost that series was because they were tight almost the entire game. So much so that their <clears throat> clutch player of the year, one of the many uh, awards that seem to be given out in the NBA because apparently every single person needs to have some flavor of the month award. What was the award today that I sent you guys that I didn't even know about until today? What was it? Well, it was uh, the NBA Hustle Award, but they Hustle been Award? Give, Are you freaking give, kidding me? They've been giving that out for three years. Now, Are you freaking yeah. kidding me? Who the hell sits around and goes, hmm? Let's give every let's give a guy out of all these NBA players the Hustle Award. The Hustle of the Year Award. That's like giving a doctor the Good surgery guy of the of the year. Really? We're giving awards for hustling? And you gave an award to a guy? You gave a clutch award to a guy who wasn't clutch? I, I, I don't know. I don't know where we're going in this world sometimes. Uh, but I'd like to make sure that if I'm Darvin Ham, I'd like to make sure that my team understands that you're going to be at home, you're going to deal with the champs, but you got to put your foot in the mouth, throat, and face all at once. End these guys. They haven't lost, uh, I believe, since 2019, a series, right? That's By the way, I don't think they... That's a good question. I did. I don't think uh, Scarlet that they named it after money. I'm looking at the NBA's official communications, and they did not name it after anyone, according to what I see. Yeah, they they really went award happy this last. I'm I'm surprised we don't have a first round award, first round MVP award at this point. The amount of just BS, and we talked about this on playback. If you guys want a raw, 
analysis of life, basketball, and everything. You should watch playback because we're a little bit more vocal there. Here, this is a little more of a of a PG thirteen type atmosphere. So Anthony Davis isn't going to uh, isn't going to be this aggressive. Give me the ball, Gerald. I'm in the post. Give me the ball. That's not him. He's not going to do that. So you know what, Gerald? It's really now up to LeBron, Dennis Schroeder, and Austin Reeves, who are our ball handlers, to exploit matchups he can take advantage of. Because once once you do that, once you uh, have the energy to try and find him, those exploitative matchups, that's when he becomes more engaged offensively. He, his job is more defensive. He said this, I don't know how many times. It's not it, he's not really going to be that absurd of offensively. So it's up for LeBron and the rest of the Lakers to trying to find matchups for him to exploit because he's not going to do it himself. Absolutely. I do want to ask you this though, Joe. You mentioned it on the first game. They won Game One because of their defense. Today, fifty percent from behind the arc and 50% overall for the Golden State Warriors. That's not a recipe for something that's good that's going to happen to the Lakers if that happens again. The Lakers got to do something to go ahead and provide more contests, more energy at the rim, more ways in which to disrupt the offense of the Golden State Warriors. I think they can do that. I think you will not let them go ahead and hit 50% again from both behind the arc and inside the arc. Your thoughts on what they need to do to focus in on better defense on Saturday? Well, they played better offense in Game One as well. The the, the yeah, Warriors were still true. making they were still making shots, even though they're they just ran out of gas because the Lakers were playing such good defense throughout a forty eight minute uh, span. The Lakers have an advantage in that this team that they're playing struggles on the road, so exploit that trouble. Darvin Ham, look at some tape. Why are these guys struggling on the road? exploit it exploit it and throw it down their throats in game three win game three then the pressure really is on the warriors to win game four if they don't win game four they're in in massive trouble at that point mm -hmm. so this is the stuff you got to do and you have lebron james and anthony davis this is not the sacramento kings this is not uh, a team that's not fully equipped to beating your butt at home the lakers have everything they need to beat the warriors it is it at home Make it happen. You cannot lose any of these games at home. Win all the home games, and you're going to the Western Conference Finals to meet either Denver or Phoenix. That's the mindset you have to have. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers unfortunately lose 127-100, but they do go back home to L.A. for two home games tied 1-1 in the best-of-seven series in the second round of the NBA playoffs. Sean, again, you know, we want to take solace in the fact that, again, they go back home 1-1. I understand, like, just like yesterday we saw with Philly, ended up on the short end of the stick big time. But you know what? Again, you got to take back that, you know what? You're going back 1-1. If we hold serve at home, we go back to Golden State. We go back to the Chase Center. We go back to San Francisco up 3-1 with really uh, just a big advantage up by, you know, after Monday's game, we could really be up. 3-1 with a lot of confidence on our shoulders. Uh Gerald, I'm going to uh, you know I like quotes, right? So I'm going to I'm going to bring up a big one and it's been mentioned before on this program, but uh I feel that it needs to be illustrated more. Take all Paul Bear Bryant's one of the greatest 
football coaches ever. Okay. I, I consider Nick Saban the greatest. I think Joe would agree with me, but we could digress. Paul Bear Bryant once said, I win football games not because of the X's and O's, but because of the Jimmies and the Joes. And that's that's the big difference here is that the Jimmies and the Joes for the Warriors showed up tonight. Clay showed up. Steph didn't have a good game, so Clay stepped up for him. Draymond Green frustrated Anthony Davis, Gerald, believe it or not. Uh, he bothered him offensively. A lot of people say, "Well, Sean, you know, it's the it's the icing and the it was the 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 X's and the O's. The Warriors were able to frustrate AD by bringing him out. No, it, it's 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 a lot about your attitude too. Attitude reflects leadership. That's another great quote. That's from uh, Remember the Titans. Absolutely. Attitude attitude reflects leadership. That's uh, that's Wood Harris's line. That's that's a great quote too. It was all about the attitude tonight. The Warriors came in with the right attitude. The Lakers didn't. They got it. And I want to emphasize what Gerald has been saying. the The Warriors could have easily won Game One, but but the Lakers hung tight. They stuck with their game plan, and they pulled it out. Tonight was went a little bit more Golden State's way. I think. Out of the eight quarters we've played so far, Gerald, I think the Lakers have won four and the Warriors have won four and we're tied 1-1. So we go back to game three for adjustments. It's about the Jimmys and the Joes. Darvinham could do a lot to affect the X's and the O's, but it's going to be because of LeBron and AD and our, our guards that uh, paved the way for a game three victory. I will say this, though people can take solace in the fact that, you know, if we can limit Joe Curry to another 20 point game or consistently keep him in the low twenties for the rest of the series, there's no way I think that Thompson will hit another eight out of 11 three pointers like he did today. I think he can have another good game, but I don't think he can have that good. This is one of the best games he's had in a long, long time. He was absolutely terrible. Again, the Sacramento series for the most part, he's going to keep chucking it up. If you could just provide a little bit better, you know, contesting on on him, on Poole. Uh, Jamichael Green, the guy had the game he's had all season. Best game he's had all season, 6 of 9, 15 points, 3 of 6 from 3. If you're going to have, because he stepped in for Kevon Looney, if you're going to have him pump again and give him those kind of shots, I don't think you're going to get the same kind of results another time around. It's unfortunate because – it was more than just the shot making. You know, the Lakers were up seven at this uh, in the first half. At, at one point, AD sat, and then the lead was relinquished really quickly. They had a good run. They had a good run even early, but they just couldn't sustain it the entire game. And then they kind of mm, sat back and said, "Well, we're not going to kill ourselves to try to come back so that we can be reinvigorated for Game Three when we get back on Saturday." The issues uh, that I noticed in the game were uh, the cherry pick offensive rebound scores that that cost the Lakers. I'd say that was a big factor in the, the missed shots, and then it just happened to fall in the line with, uh, with 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 Warriors standing at the right place at the right time and getting the layup. That that actually had more of a of a dagger to the heart today tonight than actually the, than Clay Thompson uh, shooting threes. I mean, it played a big part, obviously, but. Those, those cherry-pick uh, offensive rebound scores are what really demoralize you. Again, there's a psychology to basketball. And the, the difference between tonight versus game one is the Lakers were set and ready 
to deal with the barrage of, of shots being going in. Tonight, they were not. And they weren't because human nature says they were relaxed more tonight. Well, also, also as well, the fast break points, points in the paint, all favored Golden State. And that's something you're not going to, you know, if the Lakers want to win the series, they're going to have to turn that around really quick. They need to, they need to make a statement on, on, on Saturday, win that game. And then the pressure is really, really on uh, a jump shooting team to score in game four on the road where they've struggled. You have to win game three. If the Lakers do not win game three, then there's going to need to be something that clicks between the two stars that says we're not losing the series. They are capable of doing that, but it'd be a lot easier if you just win game three and then put the pressure on, on Steph and company to have to win game four. And even if you lose game four, at least you're going to set up a three game series uh, to win, to win the series. I, you know, it's not going to, it's not shameful to, to, to go seven against the champs. I'm not, you know, looking at it from an objective standpoint, but I prefer the Lakers to win their home games so we can put this to bed and get ready to go play Denver uh, or Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do lose 127 to 100, but they go back home tied 1-1 in the series. Magic Man, when it comes to what you're seeing, what adjustments would you make for Saturday night? I know you're going to discuss this more in the morning on Magic Man in the morning, but what are you looking forward to as far as what do you think that the Lakers can do to make some changes? I know Zangerstein is saying match AD with Curry as far as the mm -hmm. minute per minute. Uh, that's something obviously you could do. But again, this started downhill as soon as AD went out in the second quarter, despite the fact he played absolutely terrible in AD estimations tonight. It all started when AD sat out that second quarter, but you've got to rest him at some point in time because he's, again, he played the entire first quarter. You got to go ahead and make manage the minutes, I think, a little bit more wiser if you're Darvin Ham in order to try to maximize the best that you can out of LeBron and AD. Yeah, definitely, Gerald. But, I mean, uh, Z is correct. We need to match uh, minute for minute Steph and uh, AD because – when AD had left the court, we were up seven. It was 33-26. And then at halftime, we were down 11. So there was a 19-point swing from the time you sat Anthony Davis to the end of half, even when he came back in. Um, I thought the, I thought that was that was the tipping point, Gerald. And then finally the, uh, the collapse was that third quarter when he sat again. And then it lead balloon from something like 18 to uh to almost 30 so i just think they need to come out with the right attitude gerald i think that was that was the the huge difference rather than just you know uh small uh little uh differences in the game plan i i personally think that um the warriors are going to come out again and say screw screw steve kerr's motion offense we're going to run just every off-ball screen, put the ball in Steph's hands, and try and uh, try and get uh, Anthony Davis in a, in a hedge versus hell position again because it was either hedge or hell for AD. If he didn't hedge, it went in. So it, it seems like it, it's, it's more of a, a little 
processing errors that that AD has had at the at the in the paint tonight, Gerald. It was just it just seemed like the energy was off and he, his lack of focus wasn't there. So I, I I think if if certain changes are made, small adjustments, but the big one is just the attitude. I think. Joe, uh, I mean, there's something, again, we got to go ahead and consider the fact, again, that I think that there was an issue of fatigue. I know you say you no know, each and every time out, but AD did look gassed. He looked disengaged. He looked really tired to me, even from the end of the first quarter on. It's just something where, like you said, his shot wasn't falling. I think I can attribute that to, again, how hard he played in game one. Hopefully he can find whatever he needs to muster up so he can go ahead and relive the game one in game three. We can't, ha- we can't have that, that mindset that he's gassed. This is not a 38-year-old LeBron James. This is a Anthony Davis in his prime. He just turned 30. He should not be tired. Mentally, it, it, it's probably played into that. But he needs to unmentally figure that out. He's Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, you are a Finals MVP away and a multiple champion away from putting yourself in a category that very few people have been in. It's and like then, an Akeem, Akeem, yes, Bill Russell, yes, era. He, he is. He is. For this team to win a championship, he has to be the MVP. And he can stockpile because uh, we have we have awards, again, in every game. I'm surprised we don't have a player of the year for uh, May 4th of 2023 awards after tonight's game. I'm surprised they don't have that and presenting it at center court so everyone can feel good about the award. Maybe they do, Joe. You just they didn't show yeah, the camera. Yeah. Just like the whole, you know, hustle award. I, I've been watching the NBA. How long? I, I didn't even know that award existed. Maybe, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not as smart as I thought I was in, in terms of knowing what the NBA has. But I think that's probably. I was. I was joking. I was joking about some of the awards I was playing around with, and then all of a sudden I read that today. I started laughing. I go, it was a joke. I was exaggerating. They actually have an award for hustling for the year. So. Anthony Davis, hustle. Try to win that award for the playoffs. Do they have one for the playoffs too? Do you know if they have one? No. Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? They might. They might. Okay. Anthony Davis, you have a month and a half of basketball. And you've been missing games. You missed 104 games the last couple of years. You can't really tell me you're tired either. 104 games is essentially a season plus 22 more. (laughs) I don't want to hear this garbage about tired. You have a month and a half to win the Western Conference Finals MVP and the Finals MVP and put 18 up in the rafters. Your legend would be unmatched because... No one has done that since George Mikan's teams lead the league in championships. And you could be a, you're, you'd be the catalyst for it. Make it happen. I don't want to hear this crap again about being tired. He's not LeBron James. LeBron James has playing, been playing forever. Anthony Davis, this is his what? 
13th season, 14th season. He's 30 years old. He should be all day Anthony Davis. I didn't just say that because I made it because because his initials are AD. All day Anthony Davis. You get all day Anthony Davis, you win a championship. If I'm Darvin Ham, you go in there and you say, Anthony, we can't have any more of these games. I don't care if we go up 3-1 and we go to Golden State. Okay? Do not settle even then. You got to go all out. You get injured, so be it. F it. I don't care. Play hard. Go all the way. Win the games. Don't don't yeah. slow down. That's yeah. it. Yeah, Gerald, Joe, Joe is correct. You want to talk about being tired? Uh, Gerald, Kavon Looney played 11 minutes tonight and he rebounded every single Laker. I'll repeat that again. Kavon Looney played 11 minutes tonight and he out-rebounded every single Laker. That's not what you want to hear as you're a Lakers fan. You got to find more energy on thir- on Saturday. Got to f- be able to go ahead and produce a lot better results on the offensive end. And then, of course, that should hopefully initiate the defense into playing more sound defense against this team, which is what you can do. Still, the Lakers go back to L.A. tied 1-1. Like you said, Joe, all they have to do is just take the games at home and we've got in in control. That's all you need to do. Take the games on Saturday and Monday and we'll get this thing going where it goes back to San Francisco with the Lakers up 3-1. That's the the mindset. You have to win every home game at this point and you win a series. It's it's simple math, right? It's it's a team again. Plus you're playing against a team that struggles on the road. You do not give these guys a breather. You win game three, the pressure is on Golden State. Those shots become harder to shoot when you're on the road on top of it. And that's what I would tell the team. I'd be on that all day with Anthony Davis, with the whole team. And Austin Reeves, I don't know if he's got an injury. I don't know if the, the moment is getting to him. But you got to do some Mr. Miyagi mental, you know, uh, discussions here with him. Okay, you, you want him to go do wax on, wax off to get his mind off some things. You got to do what you got to do. Uh, don't, don't, you know, you had mentioned, uh, you know, pop culture cosmos and what's been going on in the entertainment world. Don't do what the entertainment execs have been doing the last God knows how long, especially the video game execs. Guys, all these guys that have been in the industry and all these guys that have been in charge of this they can't even chew bubble gum and walk at the same time that's how terrible they are don't be that don't be that focus win game three and then go start getting that knife in really tight in game four and then if you want to play hard on game game five and you don't come out ahead okay i guess i can understand that gold stick's got their backs on the wall they're the champs but at least put in better effort than you did tonight, and I'll accept the loss if they do. But you got to win all the home games if you're not going to win another game in, goal, in, in, in uh, San Francisco. That, that's the bottom line because – Joe Soros said so. There you go. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do lose 127 to 100. <laughs> Gia, how did I know he was going to set it up like that? Magic Man, uh, before we head on out, though, again – Find some keys to me as far as initially early on, your early observations for Saturday's game. Find some keys on who needs to step it up. My key right there is the backcourt. 
D'Lo and Austin Reeves, unfortunately, everything that they gave you in game one, they really didn't give you much in game two. Uh, no, Gerald, it was a, it was a complete, um, almost polar opposite of what you got. Um, when we saw Austin Reeves uh, on Clay Thompson, Gerald, at least in the first half, Clay was making some shots, but Reeves was in his face. He was actually making him work really hard for what he got. It didn't seem that way tonight. It seemed that, like, for whatever reason, uh, Reeves was just uh, a step or half a step behind Thompson and or whoever he, else he was checking, and he just didn't have it offensively either. So I'm with you. I think the backcourt needs to deliver a bit more. D'Lo kept us in the game a little bit in the first half. Uh, with his mid-range shots, but yes, for like he disappeared. He, was, he disappeared as well, Gerald. I was just about to say, yeah, he was very passive as well as the game wore on. For some reason, it just seemed as as the game stretched on. So did the Lakers' passivity to attacking, uh, focus, uh, discipline. It just seemed that they were very passive, and I don't want to see that kind of attitude in Game Three. I want to see a ferocious, maniacal, willing to do whatever it takes. Like, Joe's right about the boards, too. At one point in time, it looked like – it felt like we were getting killed on the boards, but we weren't. It was 26-24 for the Warriors. But after that, the the Warriors out-rebounded the Lakers 29-16, to almost doubled them up on the boards. Um, um Yeah. Just, it's not, it's good. not a good outing. No. It's not a good outing. So your effort and your attitude needs to be a lot better. If I see a better effort and attitude from the backcourt, I I think I'll feel pretty good about our uh, about the results on Saturday. Yeah, if they find that kind of energy, which you know they should when they hit back home, I think it's it's in no question they'll they'll be able to go ahead and recover, win game three. But my friend, Mr. Joe Soro himself. Let me ask you this before we head on out, my friend. What are some of the things that you're looking forward to besides a renewed energy, a way to go ahead and stop them a little bit better defense? Uh, I think that when it comes to AD, I think we're going to get a much better performance from him in game three. What are you looking forward to in game three that the Lakers can uh, go ahead and, and be able to expect in order to get that victory? Well, I'd like the, an adjustment of maybe a little bit more pick and roll with D'Lo and, and, and Anthony Davis, as well as LeBron uh, setting the offense a little bit more versus trying to get a shot. He got his shot a little bit tonight. Good. Hopefully he can use that in spurts in game three. But LeBron is an initiator. LeBron gets the offense going, and that's what we want. We want movement. We want good shot selection. And no uh, ill-advised shots and bounce pass turnovers. That's 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 something that we kind of get plagued with every now and then during the game. Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves is needed on this team. He's he keeps the other guys honest. We need him to hit the open shot, and that's another thing. By the way, guys, when we lost that seven-point lead. There was about a five-minute stretch there where guys were missing open shots. Schroeder, Reeves, everyone. We cannot miss shots we're supposed to make, at least not all of them. You got to hit open shots at a 40 to 50% clip, especially from three. You do that, you are going to win the game, especially when you're at home. It's got to be focus, movement, 
and desire. Ganas. Jaime Escalante used to say it. Ganas. You have, you have the ganas. Desire. Desire to beat the champs to hopefully become the champs. I'm not trying to do a right root not rock uh, Newt Rockney speech here. I'm not doing that, but the the cliches m m uh, make sense here. You beat the champ. You now are on your way to becoming the champ, and it's not just winning a championship this year. It's winning number eighteen. Winning number eighteen is as big as any championship in NBA history. You're talking about taking the lead over a team that's had it since the 50s. Since the 50s. My parents weren't even born when the Celtics took over the title, uh, most titles in the NBA. So, inspirational speech for the night. That was it. I, I don't feel I don't feel like I need to do that. I think it's no, more. No, we're going back one one. I, I don't feel like do. I need to do that. I, I feel like the Lakers probably likely know this. Execute it. You're playing at home. You won game one for this moment. And I'm gonna go back to what I said in for game six of Memphis. You don't win game six in Memphis. You don't win game six at home against Memphis. You're not the champions. And they came out and they won by forty. So now. My assessment on this is you want to be the champs, you have to win game three and four. Simple as that. At home. Absolutely. Got to take those games at home. This weekend at the Crypt on Saturday and on Monday, it is the Lakers fans break. The Lakers do unfortunately lose 127-100. But Lakers fans, you could take solace in the fact that they go back to Los Angeles, tied 1-1 with games Three and four at home at the Crypt on Saturday and Monday. Game three is five o'clock on the West Coast, eight o'clock on the East Coast. Saturday night, we're looking forward to it. Please join us. Playback.tv slash Acres Fast Break. Magic Man for MMITM. What do you have planned for everyone on Cinco de Mayo on MMITM? Magic Man in the morning. Yes, Gerald. I, I, like I said, I've, Oh, this came up on us so fast. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any mariachi bands prepared. I don't have uh, my sombrero, but I'm going to try and be as festive and uh, appropriate as possible for Cinco de Mayo. It's a, it's a wonderful uh, day. Corona, Tecate. Yes, yeah. Oh, I ran out of Corona. Just slip that into the coffee yeah, cup yeah. somehow. Yeah, sub sub. I do have some tequila, so we'll we'll work we'll work there. We'll work there. I never added tequila for some reason. <laughs> uh, uh, it's going to be a great show. Uh, you know, unfortunately, it's coming off a loss, which it's kind of the. But uh, we're going to do our best and and uh, make a good show. Uh, I hope to have a special guest available as well. So we'll, that's still pending. So uh, hopefully, it'll be be a well received show. And um, looking forward to game three on Saturday. Because I think I'll bring a snack pack as well. Uh, I, I'll be working throughout the game. So I'll be well, available. That's got to be Lakers weekend. Anything related to the weekend, we're going to put on Lakers weekend for you. How about that? All right. Sounds good. Absolutely. Penny, my cat says, get drunk at 9 a.m., Sean. And he'll be there. So, uh, my gosh. 
Jaw LB, unbelievable. But I will say though, it is the Lakers fast break. Lakers do win one twenty seven and one hundred. I gotta say, I I gotta hand it to George Clooney. He really does make a very good tequila. Yes. Um, Again, you might be want to be drinking that tomorrow for the Lakers fast break as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo and Magic Man in the morning. We'll see what happens indeed, but it is the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate everyone watching and listening. Joe, any final thoughts? I know we're going to get you back on. Hopefully beforehand we go on the air on playback.tv on Saturday, but any last thoughts before we head on out? Get to the ice. Get yourselves uh, healed up here. You're going back home. You'll be be home tonight. Make sure you get your rest. Talk to your women. Get your women happy. And then get 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 to get the Saturday morning at shoot around and let's let's uh, let's put a let's start putting that dagger in that that heart of the champ. Some pain, some pain, some pain indeed. I would uh, actually I feel better about what what we saw last one because again they were confident going back to Golden State that they could take two with no problem in Golden State and tie up that series in the last round. I don't think they're so sure even coming off this big win that they're 100% confident that they can go ahead and get the victory in Los Angeles, either game three or game four. The Lakers, after coming off that destroyment of Memphis at home, uh, really seems uh, like it's something that the Lakers could do, both game three and four. You can create that doubt Saturday. Lakers pound the Warriors. You're on your way to putting all the pressure on them for game four because they'll know. They don't win game four. It's likely over. As the nature boy, Ric Flair says, and Zangerstein says it herself, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Absolutely, indeed. But once again, it is the Lakers fast break. The Lakers go back home tied 1-1, heading back to L.A., back to the crib. Magic Man, any last thoughts before we head on out, or are you just going to save them all for tomorrow morning? Cinco de Mayo, my friend. Yeah, no, I was, I was going to save it for tomorrow, Gerald. I, I, I had another Rick quote, Rick Flair quote in mind, but it's way too late. And uh... <laughs> Yeah, you're going to talk about Space Mountain and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, Rick Flair had, you know, when he stopped doing the generic promos and he actually started to do stuff where he just like talk about his, his shoes being – costing more money than your entire salary or stuff like that. My alligator shoes cost yeah, exactly. more than what you made. And yeah, and his great, his best quote, his best quote was when he was telling, I can't remember it was Magnum uh, TA, TA or someone. Yeah. He goes, he spent more money on spilt liquor than what he made in a year. Yeah. That might've been the baddest. It, it was the baddest and it wasn't far from the truth of the eighties. And then fast forward 30 years later, him watching himself tell him and the four horsemen or the pseudo horsemen about who they were. Do you remember which one I'm talking about? Yeah. Daryl. Yeah. Remember I do the impression. I remember all the variations. That Absolutely. promo is in my book, the greatest promo I've ever watched. One last thing. It was I know the woof for those of you who want to know. And, and first of all, I got to thank Jay you Lethal. Just, I'll just tell him right now. <laughs> Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal doing Ric Flair to Ric Flair, doing it so well on that impact. Ric Flair has a smile on his face while he's doing it. 
Go ahead, Sean. Go ahead, Sean. Right, Sean. I want to ask about Lonnie Walker before we head on. Yeah, that. no. Since since we're coming up, we're coming off the uh, the bad guy vibe, right? Um, uh, what did he say? I really liked playing the bad guy. I was good at it. Not being bad to people, but talking bad. And when you're the heel, heel is so much more fun than being the face in pro wrestling. It's just it is it's, hard. it's harder. It's harder. It's different. It's harder. It was different it with, with Flair. It was, right. it, it was different with Flair, though. Dif- Flair showed off the arrogance of the rich, the rich and privileged. It's like he wasn't ashamed of it, which yeah. But Flair, Flair was a great, great heel, right? He never, he never played the anti-hero. He no. wasn't. He was never Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was always the heel. It was different. It was different then. It, that the, the anti-hero didn't become popular till the late nineties, and then that's kind of what produced even The Rock and and Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels and all those guys. Well, the greatest anti-hero is Bad Santa, but well, that's a different story. That's a different story indeed. Let's not go into that one. But before oh, we I out, would, Gerald. I would. <laughs> well, let's let's wait it for uh how about hot Christmas time? How about that's perfect for Christmas time. Yeah, we're gonna need to skip back to basketball because we're gonna have somebody emailing us about how we, we keep talking about movies. Yeah, and absolutely. Wrestling. Yes. Well, at least nobody said that they want to see more Tristan Thompson. But the guy that <laughs> they do want to see more is Lonnie Walker the fourth. And you know, Lonnie Walker again coming out in garbage time and playing playing actually pretty good. We've seen this now a few times, Magic Man. We've seen TBJ not give you anything. We've seen Malik Beasley not give you anything as that eighth guy. I'd say, what the hell? Give it a shot. Lonnie Walker's become the pseudo backup quarterback. We all love the backup quarterback. No, Zagerstein, LW4 is not good defensively. That's why he's sitting on the bench. That's why he sits. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not rocket he, science. Sorry, playmaker, yeah. and he remember you did you remember the days when we tried him as a backup point guard? He was terrible trying to that pass. That was awful. That yeah. was awful. He scores and he scores and he sh- goes to the rim very easily. That he can do and he can and when he gets streaky from the outside and when he starts shooting well from the outside, he's legit as a score but yes put him out there against the weakest uh, offensive yeah, player yeah Gerald, Gerald, Gerald yeah we can't uh like we're we're playing we are playing the ultimate playground team here and although i understand that a lot of people like Lonnie Walker the fourth game and you know oh, he's okay. he's more he's more of a he's more of a playground score as well it's just My a bad, bad it's just he a was- bad matchup she was talking about TJ McConnell for for Dennis. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah TJ, oh, great, TJ. great kid. Yeah, can give you everything you need off the bench except for an outside shot. Yeah, really good playmaker and sets people up. Plus, he's very best, one of the best steals guys in out there in in basketball right now. So yeah, I think that that's that's probably true. Yeah, yeah so I would it, say he's probably the third best backup point guard in the NBA. Tyus Jones, D'Anthony Melton, and then probably yeah. TJ McConnell. We'll see what we can do about that in the offseason. But for now, we got Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder needs to give you a game one performance on both sides of the ball. And I think he can do that coming home. I think, again, it's one of those situations. Good Dennis Schroeder, bad Dennis Schroeder. We got a bad Dennis Schroeder and a good Dennis Schroeder. Hopefully goes back to good indeed. But Jim House says, thanks for the entertainment while he walked his dog. Appreciate it. We can do that for you. Jose, say again, we need Braun to run point at least part of this game. 
I need to see more post-ups. Like we did a little bit more in game one, what we saw a little bit of. I think that's something that the Lakers need to go back to, Joe. I think they really do. I think they can find a lot of success with LeBron posting up and getting easier shots or be- making plays and making easier shots for the Lakers if that's the case. LeBron needs to be he needs to make that dirt turnaround jumper on a regular basis and guys need to move around and open and, and create space so they have open shots and they have to make them. If they want to do that, then yeah, that that'll be a, an effective offensive weapon for or at least a setup for the Lakers to be effective, but so you're not in love with LW four giving the, getting the shot at that's eight at that eight as like eighth guy. Just roll with what you got right now. I don't, we don't have time to experiment. You want to experiment, go experiment when you're up three Oh in the next series or something, but just roll with what you got right now. Win this damn game on Saturday. And then the pressure's on golden state to win. It's hard for teams to play hard where they suck at. And on top of that, they're a shooting team. It's harder to make those shots on the road where they've struggled, and it's harder to make those shots when the when when the pressure is really really on. And you're not just again, you're not playing the Sacramento Kings. You're not playing an inferior team. This has got Anthony Davis, and you have LeBron, and you have good role players that are that are that are that are playing on this team. So don't think that the just because they go down two one all of a sudden they're going to go win three in a row. That's not going to happen. You're not playing the 2018 Cleveland Cavaliers or the 2017 Cleveland Cavaliers where it's just LeBron and the the merry minimums. No, it's not. This is this team is equipped to beat in your ass, and the Lakers need to start making that happen starting on Saturday. Once again, the Lakers do lose 127-100. They get outscored as soon as AD sat down at, at the beginning of the second quarter. They got outscored 101 to 67, I believe is what I have as far as the, the amount of scoring that was done the second, third, and fourth. That's how much they got outscored by. I don't see that happening again. I see the Lakers going ahead and bring it back up in game three. Game three is going to be intense. It's going to be a dog fight. And I think the AD and LeBron, you'll get a very good uh, version of both coming back there. I think you're going to see better performances from Austin Reeves, D'Lo giving you something more than outside of that one, two minute span. What he seems to give you when he's not playing well, that gives you brief hope and then disappears the rest of the game. I don't think you're going to see that in game three. I think you're going to see a lot better effort from the entire team on the boards you're going to see much more as far as on the as far as the the fast break where they got outscored there. You're going to see much more in the paint where they got outscored there. You will see a much better Lakers team on Saturday. They know they've got this game and series in hand if they can win game three and four, and I think they can do just that. So I'm going to say right now it's going to be a good times for the Lakers this weekend. We're looking positive. We're going to try and stay positive. We're going to Laker Tom School of Positivity right there for you. Joe Soro is very confident. I'm very confident, and I know Sean is as well, and he'll express that tomorrow morning at Magic Man in the Morning for Cinco de Mayo. Looking forward to hearing that. I may even join up for Cinco de Mayo, so we'll see. So once again, it is the Lakers losing 127-100, but they go back to L.A. tied one game to one as we head back to the crypt. Looking forward to it. We've got more snack packs, Laker weekend, and everything else lined up for you this weekend for you so looking it's looking good for us it'll be looking good for yourselves as well hoping for a great weekend for all of us and some wins for the lakers looking forward to it as we go through saturday and monday don't forget playback.tv slash fast break you would have heard the great conversations that we had joe soro magic man laker nick big shout out to you 
everybody that was involved as far as in the chat room for that. Truly appreciate your support on playback. Everybody here, game three, you're right, Howard, is decisive. Lakers must win game three. Bring that intensity. You're right, Alice. Everybody's got to go ahead and give that positive vibes to the Lakers because they sure need it for game three, and I think they'll get it done. But we want to hear from you. Let us know on social media at Lakers Fast Break. Go ahead and support everybody that we're a part of, including Lakers Ball, Sin Blades, Magic Man in the Morning, the Upside Swings NBA Draft Podcast, John McKaylee Channel, and all that. If you can support and subscribe and like, you go ahead and help us out indeed. But once again, the Lakers do go back to L.A., tied 1-1. The games are getting much more important and much more crucial, and we're going to go ahead and be part of every bit of it right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Have a good evening, everyone. Stay safe.